the most extraordinary thing and probably the best thing about the third Equalizer movie of Denzel Washington's Equalizer films is its compact nature, is its small size. In this movie there are no jumping off buildings and sliding down windows and huge explosions that rip buildings and trains and airports and the sea apart. There's nobody creating an extraordinary heist in chrome, you know, in chrome and glass surroundings with incredible pieces of kit. There is nothing like that. Not that those kind of movies are to be disliked intensely, it's just that we've had a lot of them. And this is a is a more gentle, more organic, more character-led, and a, I think more realistic film than those. And I hope that it ushers in more action movies which have as their basis character rather than catastrophe. Because spectacle takes you away from that warmth. It's cold, it's jagged. This is a rounded movie. And Denzel Washington is the right actor to be playing Robert McCall in this movie because he is an actor. Not that I'm saying that other actors who appear in Big Bang movies and action movies are not actors. It's just that it's a different kind of acting in those movies. This demands a connection. It demands that the actors here connect. There are no snappy slogans which semiotically give us that connection in other large Big Bang movies. There is none of that. What there is, is a character-led personal movie. The plot is Robert McCall laying waste to some, it seems, mafiosi on Sicily, or in Sicily, on the island, becoming shot up himself and being saved by a policeman who asks no questions, takes him to a, a family doctor who's in a small community, who then look after him and he settles into that community, as he says later on, to a CIA operative who turns up after Robert McCall rings in, or, yes, he does ring in, he does ring in by mobile, rings in the heist, or, sorry, not the heist is the wrong word, that's, that's definitely not the right word here. The operation that he had undertaken with, against the mafiosi. She turns up. It's not a malign presence in any way, shape or form. The CIA are there purely as dressing, actually. They're there to tie the loose ends up at the end because there's some outcome. It's a call to action and that's what they do. And there's some jousting between... Um, the CIA 
operative, Emma Collins, Dakota Fanning, who plays the role with great ease and with no kind of hard-ass CIA nonsense. It's a very human feel, and that's the feel in this movie. He says to her, I think I've, something like, I think I've just discovered where I want to be. And what happens is that there is a local, um, I suppose, not mafiosi, but gangland boss, who has ideas for this particular little community, which is on the coast. He wants to turn it into... Um, he wants to turn it into bars and restaurants and hotels and all of that. It's in Altamonte. And um, consequently, he's putting a hurting, or rather his, I think it's his brother, who's one of the local enforcers, gangland enforcers. He doesn't wear a suit, which is so shiny, it looks like snot on a wall which is what my friend Alan has called it before. Thank you, Alan. Hello, Alan. We watched this film together with my lovely wife, Debbie. And um, his brother is more of a get your hands dirty, I'll do the killing kind of person. Although he's the big boss is um, Vincent Vincente, Vincenze. Vincent is um, will get his hands dirty as well and actually he'll get his hands dirty in the blood of the local police chief who's in their employ but who rails against them and has his hand cut off he's then thrown into his car with a bloodied stump and carrying an ice bucket in which is perched the newly severed hand there is a lot of blood in this. I've never seen, in the first sequence, I have never seen anybody shot through the eye hole of another person who's already been shot. He shoots the mafiosi big boss through the eye hole of one of his minions who has already been shot. So you do get a bit of Big Bang, but actually, an enormous amount of this film, and... It really does take balls from Antoine Fuqua to give you a slow burn where Robert gets to know the locals, gets some romantic interest, but not really. You never get that kind of, I think they're going to get together feeling. But he just settles in to the routine of the thing and him having his breakfast and him trying to get fit and trying to mount stairs and steps and all of that. The routine is the important thing. And it's a routine that you suspect Robert McCall has never really had. And it's about time. Denzel Washington is aging beautifully and he is not trying to stop that process. And that is very stark here. You can see the lines on the face. You can see those... I mean, he makes... He makes big choices in his... Certainly in his facial expression and in, and in his acting choices. They're big and they work for him because he makes them work. Because 
he knows what he's doing, but that adds to the seasoned feel of him. And of course, the local gangland gentleman is putting a hurting on um, on the locals in Altamonte. And Robert sees this and cannot, cannot walk away from that. And so it makes him look foolish in a cafe with other people. And the great thing about this is, one of the great things is that we have the usual action movie trope of him saying, I'm going to kill that man. As soon as he leaves the cafe, he makes a... He, he, he makes an intent to kill Robert McCall, the American, only to find that all of his henchmen and then him are killed immediately by Robert McCall because that's what he does. He doesn't wait. Of course, Vincent comes to the, the town and Robert McCall says, it's me, it's me you want. You can come and get me, but the town band together and in a really good moment, they all start filming on their phones. They all start filming this gangland leader who has a gun and who is calling out this American gentleman and he doesn't have the confidence, the power to carry on with that murder because everybody's filming it, which allows Robert McCall to take out all of his operatives in his house and to take out Vincent himself. Now, this is all done beautifully in real, um, I mean, in, in nasty detail, but with a precision of a surgeon. And that's beautifully done. There is gore here, but you don't feel it's gore for gore's sake because it's already... Antoine Fuqua and writer Richard Venk has have already laid a very unfolding and slowly unfolding life. So there's something to play against. He is fighting for his future. He is fighting for the life he wants. And so there's something at stake. In other films of this nature, things like um, Ocean's Eleven, 12, 13, 26, 92, they're there for the heist. There's very little at stake. If it goes wrong, there'll be a problem. But there's very little reason why they're doing it. I'd say that the Mission Impossible films have a high-flown reason a MacGuffin, really, why this action is taking place. It's not rooted in reality as much as this movie is. He is fighting for his future. He is fighting for his retirement. He is fighting for his new way of life. He sees an opportunity and he wants to seize that opportunity. And the whole thing finishes with him dancing with the rest of the village uh, as they've just won, I think, a football um, match, a big football match. And he's loving it. He's dancing in a kind of dad dancing way, really getting into that. And 
that's the last we see of him. But we do see the CIA operative going to um, the home of one of um, of someone who has lost his pension because of nefarious means, and she goes to go to go to Fanning Emma Collins to his house where he and his wife are packing up to leave because they have to sell the house because they have no money and says, here's $360,000. It's your pension. It's all there. And why did he do it? Why did Robert McCall do it? Because it was the right thing to do. And sometimes we don't have that. We lose that decision that it's the right thing to do. A human decision you make on your own, not as part of a team, not as with AI, not as part of a drone, not as part of the CIA or the FBI or secret services, yourself. This has a really down-home, warm, organic feel to it. Not a lot happens. That makes the action all the more interesting and exciting. But when I say not a lot happens, in action movie parlance, or the, or the action movie world, not a lot happens considering the movies we've currently got in that genre. But a lot happens with character and connection and love and friendship and life. And if we're going to get more action movies of this nature, I'm delighted because this one succeeds where others don't. And I wholeheartedly endorse an action movie that has some humanity in it. Imagine that, eh? Ta-ta.